Hey, welcome again to Sarcasm Colored Glasses. Today we will be talking about the new Star Wars movie, Rise of Skywalker, um, and also just the just everything that is Star Wars. And just to preface, start out with this, this will not this will be a spoiler-free version. Um, I don't want to give away too much, and with this particular movie, there, if you mention one thing or another, then you could literally ruin the entire movie. So I really just want to give a feel of it, even though it had been out for a little bit. Um, by the time that I give a spoiler one, I really want it to be out in video or something of that sort. Um, give people the opportunity, and also that it's fresh in my mind to talk about specific details. So the first thing with Rise of Skywalker that you, before you even start talking about it, you really have to talk about, really you have to speak about expectations because Star Wars, it's all about expectations. There's, and those expectations depend on a lot of things, mostly how old you are or how much you are into it. Because if you are, you know, my age in your 40s, we were children of Star Wars. We literally were born when it came out. And our parents probably took it to took us to it when we were babies. And, you know, so obviously things weren't released the same way. You're not getting like, you know, Netflix coming out and, you know, eight months later or DVD or anything like that. So when it came out, it would be out on video. And um, but we we grew up watching it over and over again because this was something that hit our parents because it was like, wow, this is amazing. There's nothing like this. I can't believe they did so much with this movie and even something of having three movies with one story going straight through was mind blowing at that time. So, you know, your, your sequels, you didn't even have your horror sequels at the time, you know, where you had your Jason's and Freddy's where there was like 10 episode, not episodes, but 10 movies going on that were chaining off of one story or one character. This was something that was set up before that and in a sci-fi world and three dedicated movies to be about one story carrying through. I mean, that in itself is just mind-blowing of being at 1977. So um, the expectations of somebody that grew up on that is different than the expectations of somebody that grew up 30 years later on the prequels. Um, because a lot of people, and just talking about, you know, people at my job that are in their 20s or something, the first time they saw it was seeing episode one, two, and three. And some of them may not have even known about the previous ones. You know, you're talking about the parents of the parents at that point. Um, well, maybe not the parents of parents, but right now you're talking about parents of parents. But um, it you have a different perception if that is the first thing that you've seen. And then obviously the ones that are, you know, the kids going to see the new movies now are going to have a completely different perception. Like this is going to be the thing that they are most used to. This is where they're going to set their baseline of what they expect. Because um, obviously it's going to be more, even though the Skywalker, um, I don't even know what you would call nine movies, but whatever <laughs> this um, cluster of trilogies would be called is, even though that is over, we're definitely going to be seeing a lot more Star Wars to come. Um, this is going to be, a, a as long as there is time, there will be Star Wars. <laughs> and as long as there is Disney, there will be Star Wars. Um, but so anyway, so my 
my expectations of um oh and also of uh how some how into it somebody is because people that have casually watched it um might not be as offended uh of the new movies than somebody that you know watched it intently and also and this is the big part of somebody that was into the books because and i feel the new movies is really held on to if you are somebody that has you know you grew up on the early ones and then you started reading the books that came out because the books at that point were basically canon you know everybody even though there were different writers and you know they had different angles sometimes they went up with the jedi academy sometimes they were you know rogue squadron you know they're talking about that and different aspects of what the world after return of the jedi would be like um they still held to one thing you know they if they said han and leia had these two kids then the next writer is going off of stories of han and leia's two kids um or luke's something of that extent so it you know it basically that was the canon so if people one thing that upset people from the get-go about the new movies was the fact that when they said they were coming out that all that stuff is no longer canon so basically everything that you spent your time focusing on and the stories that you built upon and you know had this um brotherhood sisterhood with everybody else that was reading these it was basically i mean it was basically like you're watching another movie because the this is what the story was and then they basically took that story and said you know what that's just gonna be legend it may have happened may not have happened you know and so right then you're already infuriated so anything that comes out that is not from those you're already upset so and I, I totally understand why they did it, because obviously you've got you you as a director, writer, everything. You don't want to necessarily just spit out what somebody's done already. You want to have like an original thing while still being within the world. So, I mean, it could have been done different ways because you can still take those stories and make them into something original or, you know, bring them to life. I mean, look at, you know. Avengers and DC, X-Men, all of these things are all based on something that was written already. Um, and we find that the most successful out of them have been the ones that have been closest to what was written already. I mean, yes, it, it was something that was established and it wasn't necessarily your work or your idea, but your presentation, you bringing that to life is what people identify with and love because obviously they've loved the story already and the people that have it that aren't as familiar with these stories previous because they hadn't read that comic or anything or maybe they don't read comics but the fact that it was something that people liked in comics already you've already got a baseline for a great story so without knowing that you can still enjoy it because it's something it's already established as a good story. So I feel that you could have taken those and still have made, you know, an original great story based off of that. And but here's a catch, too, because while they said that this was, you know, it's not canon, this, that and whatever, and they're going to make their own thing, you know, let you be surprised going through. They did take some aspects from it. 
because, I mean, obviously, Han and Leia having a kid. Um, in the books, they had three. So they had the twins, and then they the twins, Jason and Jaina, and then Anakin. And Luke had Ben. So, so they, <laughs> the funny thing is, you know, they took the the child named Ben and then made it Han and Leia's kid and just made it one. Um, which is something that's, uh, you know, it did bother me. It didn't. Um, because it's kind of like, it's like, okay, yeah, you know, we're acknowledging this a little bit. Um, but at the same time, it's like, right, why would they name their child Ben when Leia never even met Ben Kenobi? And Han met him for like five seconds and had no amazing interactions with him. He really was just driving him around. So, you know, but yet they loved him so much that they're going to name their child after him. That seems a little weird to me. Um, I, I could get how they wouldn't want to, you know, say like, okay, well, you know, let's use Anakin. Uh, but then it's like, okay, yeah, you know, we name our child Anakin and then he goes dark. And then you have a whole storyline of how he's trying to be like Darth Vader. And, you know, it's a, that'd be a little too cliche. I get it. And then, you know, if you say Jason, then it's like, okay, then you got to do another one. You need, you need to do Jaina. So, um, while they're taking the storyline of Jason, they and basically putting it into Ben Solo, um, it's you know it's a, it's a them taking like kind of trying to do something from the books without doing from the books. Um, so basically, that is you know getting back to my ideas of um, expectations. If you're somebody who read the books, you're definitely you're already you're already not liking it from the start. So whatever's put in there, you've already got it in your head. I don't like these movies. Um, and if you're somebody that grew up on the prequels, you would have like an entirely different expectation of how these movies can go. Um, I was told by one person that they that there wasn't as much lightsaber fighting and stuff and. And while there was lightsaber fighting, and and actually, and I thought that there were the ones, the scenes that they did have were really great. But if you're comparing it to the prequels where everybody's flipping around doing all this, you know, you've got, you know, lightsaber tosses and, you know, Yoda doing spins back and forth, jumping off of this wall and everything like that. It's, you know, it's completely different. But if you you're thinking about chronologically that time because if you're looking at the originals your lightsaber fights were ding 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 right back at you they basically were like sword fights um nothing fancy about them and so the new movies are coming off of that they're not coming off of the prequels so you know you could you could like explain it off as saying it's like okay well you know what then there was jedi academies you know you taught and you learned all of these different lightsaber skills and fights that was basically lost in the purge so luke he learned five minutes off of obi-wan and a little bit off of yoda and you know you're talking about a 900 year old yoda that um is basically you know just he's literally just kind of crawling around it wasn't like he was walking around with his staff and then he was doing amazing fights afterwards um this is where you're learning your skills from and then luke was the one to teach any further jedi you know i mean he taught kylo ren he taught everybody after you know not that there's uh, many. <laughs> so um, you're not going to have the same type of 
lightsaber dueling, um, however much training. So, but again, expectation. So, let me get into what how I felt about it. Um, I personally, I I love the new movies. I feel that one major thing though is you really have to take them as just the same thing with the prequels. You have to take them in their own section. I cannot compare the prequels to the original movies. I cannot compare the new ones to the original or the prequels. I mean, actually, if you compare the new ones to the originals, you'll actually see there's like <laughs> so many similarities. I mean, it was basically remakes of the originals for a lot of, especially for, you know, the first and second. Um, people don't often agree with the second though but if you really compare that to if you just tear apart the baselines of empire and last jedi you know as far as story and everything this is basically literally the same thing with different people and different aspects so the people that hate on last jedi so much and are supposedly old fans I, i'm like you're, you're maybe you haven't seen empire in a while <laughs> so um but anyway, so it's you you can't compare them off to each other. So you really have to take them and look them look at them individually by their trilogy category, okay? So as for this this new trilogy of this modern age, I I like it. I like the that they took it down to basically you know, I mean, they built everything the way they did in the first movies. So you didn't have that CGI craziness that you had in the prequels. Um, and it was based off of the characters from the original, obviously, and having them in there. So I love that. Um, so it felt very much like Star Wars. Um, and as far as, you know, my comparison of, like, what I liked best, um, I... I totally do love Rise the best out of the three. It really, um, it solved, I don't want to say it solved, but, um, oh, before I get into that, one thing that, because there are, there's a lot of mixed reviews on this movie, obviously, right? So you're listening to it, it's like, okay, what's, what's the lowdown on this freaking movie for real? So one of the things that's complaints is basically, Obviously, the second movie was everybody's least favorite. Um, so, mainly because you had a lot of things set up in the first movie. And then in the second one, they, you know, obviously it was a different director and everything. And they went off and like a little bit off, you know, or things that you were hoping to find out from first to second, you didn't. And so, again, expectations left sour taste in people's mouths so people are like you know it's like oh you mentioned the knights of ren um but then where the hell are they um you have this overriding thing of snoke and then when you see him and interact with him and stuff you you still don't have any backstory on him and then he's dead just easily but for the people that complain about that you know i go back to the originals the emperor we're we're so used to it because of the prequels where they do all this exposition and everything on Palpatine. But back then he was not Palpatine. He was just the emperor. And 
through the first three movies, you did not, you basically just saw him as a hologram. And then when you finally do see him, yes, he's menacing. Yes, he's got all these plans and everything, but he sits in a chair for the most of it and does a little bit of lightning. And then he's also dead, just like that. So just because this is the way Snoke ended or the way it was, doesn't mean that there aren't going to be stories off on the side. Maybe there'll be some, I mean, there's not going to be, that we know of a trilogy based off of that um, because, you know, they said that this, this is ending. Um, but who knows? Because there's the world of Star Wars is wide and vast. The galaxy expands. So there could be a lot of things that are going to, you know, like go into the history of Snoke or whatever. Who knows? Who cares? But whatever. My point being, just because they talked about, you had the expectation of, when it ended in the first one and it didn't go in the second one, doesn't make necessarily make it a bad movie. It just makes it a different movie. Um, so why? So as I'm getting back to Rise, um, so basically there had to be a lot of course correction. So having to, you know, all those, I guess, balls that were dropped in the second one to finish it off, you got to pick those balls back up what she said um and so while they're picking these balls up and you know tying all loose ends and stuff you know it makes it longer it makes it a lot more dense because they put a lot of stuff in there um i didn't feel like it dragged that's for one thing you know while it was long it didn't feel like oh my god when is this movie gonna get somewhere or when are they gonna get to where i want it to go it definitely the pace was good so but it was a lot you were digesting a lot so um depending on your expectations how you take things some people felt that okay there was too much or they crammed all this crap in there um because of this crappy movie you know and that's how people felt about it so when you're giving your mixed reviews some are coming from that so while i didn't take it that because i try to look at everything very individually and i try to understand excuse me i try to understand that um, while there was this part that was different, you're trying to, you, you, if you're going to end it, you need to end everything tied up. And I felt that they did tie everything up. It just took a lot, you know, because of that. Um, but it's, it, I felt the story was great. There were some great surprises. You finally get to learn information that you, um, had been waiting for. Um, you also got to see the Knights of Ren, even though, I did feel like I wanted a little more exposition of them, but obviously because you had to put in so much stuff in there for other things, you couldn't go into it. But again, who knows? They might go more into them. So um, the one thing that, the, the one sole thing that I thought was missing, but also did not ruin the movie for me or make me say like, oh, damn, it sucked because they didn't do that was... Um, and this isn't really a spoiler. Um, the fact that they didn't really go into like, okay, so Palpatine's back and he's, you know, doing his Palpatine thing, but they didn't really talk about much of how, you know, it's like after I watched it, I went back and I watched, you know, Return of the Jedi, because of course it was running on, on TV at the same time that I was watching the movie. And, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know, he definitely fell down the reactor and the place definitely blew up right after. So, uh, 
Yeah. Um, you know, they, you know, there's lots of Sith magic things that you can go on and talk about, but uh, that's a doozy. So while I didn't really expect them to go into like a whole deep thing about it or, you know, detailed of, oh, how did he survive and all of this? It just really, I felt it was brushed off a little too easily. Um, it's just like, oh, he's back. Okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, uh, all right, I guess we'll just take that for face value. Um, but at the same time, it didn't ruin anything for me. Um, I don't feel like it should ruin it for you. Um, but just to set your expectations, don't go in there expecting to get a high detailed thing of what happened and how he got back or whatever. I mean, it's, it's totally not crucial to the movie. It's really, um, it just, I mean, <laughs> it's just there. So um, it doesn't really matter, but so don't sweat on it. But yeah, but that was the only thing about it. So otherwise, like action was great. Um, the dark versus light torment and everything was also great. Um, the story with the other characters was great. Um, I know I'm saying great a lot, but in... Um, I mean, I, I can't describe it otherwise than going into heavy detail about it. But basically, I just really wanted to say it's it what it's totally worth seeing. And especially if you've invested your time into seeing the other two movies, then why the hell wouldn't you? And if you gave up after the first one, then you really, if you consider yourself a Star Wars fan, you really should be doing the other two anyway. So don't um, don't discount it. Don't um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. You'll feel satisfied by the end, whether you have this expectation or that expectation. Um, that's really all I have to say about it for now. Um, I, I Star Wars, I can really, I feel like I've barely scratched the surface of it and um, really barely scratched as far as this movie goes. But once it comes out in video, then I'm going to go into like heavy detail into this specific movie. But I, the main thing I really want to gather here and really impede onto you is really just, you know, don't go with crazy expectations. I mean, you shouldn't go with that for any movie, but definitely with something that is that has yeah, so high things that they have to fill. Don't be one of those freaking guys in the basement that are like, oh, you didn't do this, or you didn't do that, you know, or this is the way the books went. What's wrong with you, JJ? You know, like, don't be like that. Just fucking go in there and enjoy a goddamn movie. You know, if you go in like that, I guarantee you, you're gonna love this and go out there and tell your friends about it and say like, hey, look, you know, you like freaking whiny little bitch that's complaining about this movie because he didn't do this or didn't do that. It's like, you go fucking write a movie. You go satisfy all these freaking Star Wars nerds out there that, you know, or set on this or set on that. I'd like to see you do better. Okay. And if they, if they're, and they're going to be like, because they've got nothing to say, because um, it's impossible. So just fucking take movies as they are. Take this as it is. You know, go enjoy it and um and you know, like give me give me your opinions. I'd like to know like what you feel after you've seen it if you haven't seen it already. And if you have seen it and you've listened to this and taken, you know, maybe a different perspective um or if you just loved it anyway without my perspective, you know. Love to hear that. But anyway, here's your prescription of sarcasm. Um I hope you see clearly. Until next time.